0: One woman, one horse, one goal. 48 states for domestic violence awareness. Hello and welcome to Have Horse, Will Travel, the official podcast for the centaur ride. I'm Meredith Cherry and this is my co-host Apollo. Welcome to the 12th podcast episode of Have Horse, Will Travel. This episode is just for kids of all ages, whether you are one or 100 years old. Welcome, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. I'd like to start off by welcoming today's guest, Francine of Pixie Dust Fan. She is a blogger and podcaster who loves Disney and she is going to be joining me today to talk about Disney horses.
1: Hi Francine. Hi Meredith. How are you? Great. Thanks for joining us today to talk Disney I've been a Disney kid my whole life, and I just love talking about Disney, and I'm so excited to have someone new to talk to about one of my favorite subjects.
2: So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Meredith. I'm really excited to be here, and of course, you know, I'm a huge Disney fanatic myself, so talking Disney is just what I'd love to do.
1: Well, great. Before we launch into all of it, can you tell us a little bit about Yourself and your Disney passion? Absolutely.
2: I have been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember. uh, My first trip, I think, was in, I was four when I went to Walt Disney World, and I've been going at least once, if not five times a year, to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or over Disney Cruise. I started my blog and podcast just to really bring a little more Disney into my life. You know, it just brings me so much happiness when I visit the parks and resorts and when I get to talk to people about Disney. So I just, I kind of wanted more of that in my life. So that kind of spawned the reason to do all the other stuff. And now I get to talk to people like you about Disney stuff and meet all sorts of incredible people. So that's kind of how my passion started. And I don't know how to get it out of my life. It's just, I need more of it.
1: Well, there's no need to get it out of your life. (laughs) I don't even know why you'd want to get rid of that, because Disney's wonderful.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, Well, I've invited you here today to talk about Disney Horses, which as a horse-crazy person my whole life also, anytime any movie comes up with horses, I'm just super excited and they're always my favorite character, and Disney is no exception. Well, there's
2: so many great Disney horses. There's Disney. There are so many, right? And they do such a good job of bringing an animal, all animals, to life and giving them real personalities. I mean, obviously horses have personalities, but they they actually draw them out. The way that they're animated, you really get a sense for who they are.
1: Right. Right. Now, the older Disney movies, they tend to be more horse-like, and the new ones seems like they're trying to make them more like dogs which I don't really have a problem with because horses are sometimes very much like big dogs, but I do really have a fondness for some of the older Disney horses, like Major from Cinderella and Philippe from Beauty and the Beast, which are definitely very horse-like, and yet they have such personality. They're so expressive and so helpful
2: and loving to their princesses that they're just really endearing to me. Oh, absolutely. And and endearing to so many. So many people, when they're watching some of these animated movies, the horse really kind of steals the show in some of the cases. Um, The personalities really come through. And I know what you're talking about is they do appear a little more horse like in the hand drawn animation from years ago as Mm -hmm. opposed to the more digital animation that they're doing these days. But major, absolutely. I mean,. was so important to Cinderella and yet in the end Major was not a horse he was the coachman driving Cinderella to the ball once the fairy godmother got hold of him
1: (laughs) right he turned into a person and she had different horses at the end pulling her carriage which is funny because you'd think the horse would pull the carriage but no the horse drove the carriage and he got his
2: turn to be in charge of other horses I guess (laughs) So he has the mice that became the horses, and they got to pull the carriage. And yeah, seeing Jack and Gus become the horses, and then Major become the coachman—it's—it's just—it's such a fantastic story. And seeing their transformation in between what they were into what they've become, the way that they—they they present their personalities throughout the drawing and their facial expressions—it's just incredible. Disney's really good at capturing the essence of the personality of a horse.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, something in particular that I didn't realize until actually very recently, in Cinderella, when the fairy godmother changes Gus and Jack and the third unnamed mouse into horses to pull the carriage, there's three horses pulling the carriage then. And a three-horse hitch is actually fairly unusual. It's a very skilled sort of thing for a horseman to be able to drive a team of three in the configuration which is called a unicorn hitch that they have pulling that carriage so not only is it all beautiful and elegant and everything it's like extra so because of the way that the mice turned horses are now hitched to the carriage which
2: just makes it even more magical if you know anything about driving horses. See, and that is something so fascinating to me because I would never even think to look at something like that and recognize that that is something almost out of the norm that they've drawn.
1: It would have been much more typical to either have two horses and just, you know, it could have just been Jack and Gus. It didn't have to be the third mouse. also. That would have been a much more normal looking fancy coach. Or it could have been a team of four And then that would have also been like more
2: fancy, but also fairly normal. But making it three was just extra special. Oh, wow. See, I would never have thought of that. So it makes it more difficult if there were three, I guess, to control them or or to steer them would be difficult if there's an odd number? The way that the one horse that's in front of the
1: other two is attached, they are almost like an independent semi-disattached part of the carriage and that's probably not the most correct way to put it but that third horse that's in the front of the unicorn triangle that horse has to be extremely well trained and very obedient to the coachman that's driving them or else they could easily break away or not be centered or
2: just cause chaos.
1: Oh,
2: I would never have thought to look at that. You know,
1: and I feel like the Disney animators really are very careful and wonderfully particular in making sure that the horses are as correct as possible for being animated to the history and the, the place of that particular movie. Yes, Like, Philippe is a Belgian, that's his breed, and that's a, well, that from Belgium, but it's something that would be used in France where it takes place. Khan in Mulan is actually a Chinese breed of horse that, I forget the actual breed name, but he's actually based on the breed of horse that would have been used. Anyway, they do select the breed of horse in most of the movies, if not all of them, to be correct for the area that the movie takes place. And then, of course, things like we were just talking about with the
2: three-horse hitch. Right. And, you know, honestly, when I think about it, I don't even remember that there were only three horses on on Cinderella. Those are the details that, you know, would not be important necessarily to me, but would be to you. And that's something that Disney does really well with their animation and their details in their movie. There's a clock in Disneyland, and it stopped at the exact time that they broke the barrier of, of sound in flight. And when somebody asked the Imagineers, why did you do that? They said, you know, nobody, who's going to know what time that happened? And they said, somebody will. The hundreds of thousands of people can walk past this clock and never notice it. But one person who is really into the details of that will notice and know the significance. And in these kind of situations where they've drawn the horses, it might not be important to me, but to somebody who loves horses, that is important to you. And they're very good at getting those details right. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then making it just enjoyable for those of the viewers like you that don't particularly know or care the details about horses and driving and horsemanship and whatever, but it's still enjoyable for
2: you to watch without being overbearing with the particularness. <laughs> Absolutely. Back when they used to do the hand drawings, they were very particular and wanted to get it right. So the animators would actually sit around and watch and observe the animals. So I would imagine that for Cinderella and in that time of animation, they were sitting around watching horses and watching how they moved and how they, you know, how they breathed and and where they would see the movement in their legs and their hooves when they were running. And then they would draw based on their observation so they could get it Mm -hmm. right.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Now, let's talk a little bit about, you mentioned the clock
2: on Main Street. What about those horses on Main Street? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there are so many great things. In the park, the live horses. So at Disneyland and Walt Disney World, there are horses that carry the carriages up and down Main Street in the Magic Kingdom. They have made sure that they make those carriages quite light so that the the horses aren't working as hard as they would be traditionally, you know, drawing a carriage up and down the street. But you will see horses up and down the street on Main Street, and they actually have a working barn on property at Walt Disney World where these horses live. And they have a huge variety of different horses that they have, like you were saying from the animation, They have different horses at Walt Disney World. So they have the big ones that pull the horse-drawn carriage down Main Street. They have other horses that will do sort of sleigh rides over at Disney's Fort Wilderness Campground. And they also have, like, little ponies. So if someone's getting married at Walt Disney World and they have rented out Cinderella's carriage to go to their ball, there are ponies that pull the carriage with a bride and groom in it to their destination for their wedding that's so cool do you know if the horses are named for disney characters some are so i know that over at fort wilderness so disney's fort wilderness resort and campground it is just across from the magic kingdom so that not far and they have the full working barn. And I've been over there a few times. You can go over and see the animals, see how they take care of them, and talk to some of the people that work there and learn a little bit more about them. But there are the the working horses. I know there were a few that were named after characters in the movie. So one that I was extremely anxious to sort of meet was one of the horses that performs in Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So in the fall, they have a specific party for Halloween that's hosted at the Magic Kingdom. It's a special ticketed event. And they have a full nighttime Halloween parade, which is awesome. But before the parade starts, officially, there is a headless horseman. And this horseman comes out. He's on a beautiful, huge, it's like the biggest horse you've ever seen. And (laughs) he, he, this horse rides with an actual like a headless horseman so the rider has on an outfit and they actually can't see so the horse is doing this entire route on their own based on their training because the rider can't direct them because they can't see and it is it's breathtaking to see the horse gallops down main street and out the barn so they keep the, you know, the park is very quiet, and all you hear is the hooves plopping down Main Street and this headless horseman riding through. And I just think that's, I mean, it's, I, in my opinion, it's one of the best parts of the parade. So this horse that performs this, his name is Khan. So he is named after the horse in Milan. And <laughs> when you go over to the barn, you can see Khan. And believe me, when you stand next to the door of his barn, <laughs> He's huge, like just massive and beautiful. And, yeah, so they do name some of them. That was a long answer to get to. (laughs) They do name some of them (laughs) after the animated movies. That's way cool. Now, what a dream job for a horse person to work at the Circle D Ranch at Disneyland or Disney World. Uh, Getting to talk to those people that work on the ranch you know, the animal care experts there, They, you can just see their love of these animals and, and how much they take care of them. And, you know, the animals work, although I can think, of, you know, it's a great place to work at Walt Disney World, I'm sure. It's so fascinating to go over there and see. And they also have in the barn sort of a history of the horses. You know, Walt Disney was very fond of horses, which is why, you know, they make such a huge appearance in a lot of the animated films as well as in the park. So they're getting really full service care and, you know, they have regular veterinarian visits and all that kind of fun stuff. I'm sure they're not just working horses. They're very pampered working horses. But the things (laughs) that those
1: horses are faced with every day, especially the ones that go down Main Street throughout the regular park hours with all the little kids running around and the balloons and the strollers and the... Everything going on is a really intense sort of workplace for a horse because horses like quiet and they like things that are not potentially scary. And that's a lot of things that could scare a horse. But those horses, they just do their job and do
2: it well. And they're pretty remarkable. They are. It's incredible when you think of how many distractions are there. And, I mean, the ones that are pulling the trolleys up and down Main Street, the trolley is on a track. But that headless horseman is just running on its own down Mm -hmm. Main Street in the dark with hundreds of thousands of people lining the streets and flashing cameras and all sorts of stuff. It's unbelievable to see. They are so well trained and behaved and, and I guess and used to it. Yeah, what a brave horse. Oh, absolutely. Do you
1: know if the horses are also considered cast members, like the other
2: people who work at Disney are called cast members? I believe they are. So when you go over to the barn and you're seeing their name tags, their name tags are in the same sort of shape as the cast members. That's pretty cool. They get (laughs) basically equal status, as they well should. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely they're they're very hard working that's for sure mm-hmm. well
1: i just think that's all fascinating and now i have a new dream job i need to go work at the circle d ranch or something and work with I all think
2: the you, horses you would love it if you managed to get over to the Circle d ranch um even just watching them bathe them and and tend to them, and feed them and all of the great stuff that they do and, and seeing their the cast members, how much they love the animals themselves. It would be a perfect place for you. Oh, yeah. I've
1: seen some pictures of the Circle D Ranch, the barn, and it's just beautiful as far as barns go. Like that's, you would expect it to be really nice because Disney built it. But it's beautiful. So what a bunch of lucky horses they are. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Yes, they're, they're, well, I would say they're well taken care of.
1: Yeah. Well, someday I'll visit it. But gosh, yeah, yes. that would be, that
2: would be a cool place to work. Oh, or visit, sure. or can, just,
1: just hang out and pet the ponies and,
2: yeah. have Amazing headless horseman's horse. <laughs> yeah. They have the, they have carriage rides over there and horseback riding that you can do, wagon rides, pony rides. They have all sorts of stuff over at the ranch and it's just it really is it's often overlooked when people go to visit Walt Disney World they don't necessarily think about this or even a lot of people just don't even know it's there they don't realize it's there nobody really thinks about when the horses go out the side of the barn at Main Street where they're going and here's this great place where they live and work and it's definitely worth it and it's free to go over and visit at Fort Wilderness so Everybody, when you're in World Disney World, you should go check it out. Yeah, that's way cool.
1: Good to know. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this with us. I've definitely enjoyed talking to you, so I hope everybody's enjoyed listening, too. This has been
2: really interesting. Well, thank you so much, Meredith, for having me on, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed chatting with you as well.
0: Now I would like to read to you from my children's book. Actually, it's Apollo's children's book. It's Apollo's Alphabet, written by Apollo, translated by yours truly, and also illustrated. Obviously, you can't see the illustrations, but you can find it on Amazon. Just search for Apollo's Alphabet, and there it will be. So, this is an ABC book, but... Even if you know your ABCs already, I think you will enjoy this because it's also about Apollo, about his life as an adventure horse, and maybe you'll even learn a little bit about horses. So, here we go. A is for Apollo. My name is Apollo. It's nice to meet you. B is for Boots and Bells. When my friend and I go for a ride, I wear boots to protect my feet and bells to make happy music. C is for children. I love to meet children and give them wet kisses. D is for donut. My friend likes to eat donuts. I prefer carrots and apples. E is for ears and eyes. My ears turn where I am listening. My eyes point where I am looking. F is for farrier. My feet are called hooves. My farrier takes care of my hooves and keeps them strong and healthy. G is for gait. A gait is a horse's speed. I have four gates. Walk, trot, canter, gallop. H is for horse. I am a very happy horse. Since you can't see the picture, he's got a great big smile on his face right there. I is for interesting. I like to go for rides with my friend. We see many interesting things. J is for journey. My friend and I are on a long journey to see all of America. K is for kick. Be careful when walking behind me. If you scare me, I might kick. L is for love. I love my friend, and she loves me. M is for mane. My hair is called my mane. N is for nose. You can touch my soft nose if you want to. O is for outside. I live outside. My home is a field of delicious grass. P is for play. I play all day. Even when I work, I make it fun. Q is for quiet. Horses can be scared of loud noises. I like quiet. R is for ride. My friend and I go for rides to see new places and make new friends. S is for saddle. I wear a saddle on my back. T is for travel. I travel on roads and trails to see new places. U is for upside down. When I play in the dirt, I like to roll upside down. V is for veterinarian. A veterinarian is an animal doctor. They help me feel better when I get sick or hurt. W is for WHOA! My friend tells me this when she wants me to stop. X is for EXCITED. I feel excited and happy when I see my friend. Y is for YELLOW. Yellow sunflowers look pretty in my mane. I also like to eat them. Z is for ZOOM. I like to go FAST. Zoom! The end. Thanks for listening to another episode of How Horse Will Travel. You can follow our adventures on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on my website at www.centarride.org. C-E-N-T-A-U-R-I-D-E dot O-R-G And you can find a link for the website and the book and to Pixie Dust Fan on the podcast description and on my website. Of course you can find the link for the website on my website. Well, that would be silly, wouldn't it? But anyway, you can find all the other links on my website. Also, you can find on the website and in the podcast description links for a coloring book page from my upcoming Apollo's Coloring Book and a easy crossword puzzle that is Have Horse Will Travel themed. So check those out. I hope you enjoy them. Next week's episode is a showcase of the worst drivers and one pedestrian that I have ever come across in 8,200 miles of traveling with Apollo on the roads. I think you will find it very entertaining and so I hope you join me again next week and every week on Have Horse Will Travel. So until next time, bye-bye!